Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR. Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by three HR professionals who want to help you get through your workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. This is Feathers. I'm Patrick. All righty. We got the whole gang here today, and today is a really, really special occasion. So I wanted to try and have the whole crew here, and we'll be all back together in a couple of weeks. But today is our 100th episode. It's really hard to believe that I've continued. I've, I've actually followed through on something for this long. As I'm, I mean, mar- I'm marriage, ADD. marriage in the podcast, like you're good. Two things. Yeah. 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 Those are the two things I've stuck with for a very long time. Everything else, I'm a, I'm a grade A quitter. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're stuck yeah. with your kids. So that's, that's not going to change. Yeah. Well, one of them's moving out next week, like I said, all the way across the country. And the, the other goes, is out in a couple of weeks or months, I should say. So yeah, it's just going to be a cool, cool new world for me. So, but we're, we're at our hundredth episode and, uh, really we, we could have made it without all of you listeners because especially last, all seven of you, well, the last three months, our, our listenership has exploded. I was just looking at some of our, our stats again, we're still having, (laughs) Hey, We've killed, damn it. hundred percent. We're still went ranked in Swaziland. We are still in the top 25 in Swaziland. I know. I was going to look up tickets. I feel like that's going to be the first live show as we go to, to, to Swaziland and be the first <laughs> live show. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, so yeah. once again, I want you, you Swaziland listeners, plural to, to hit us up and just say hi. I'd love to hear from you on instant messenger. Email us at feedback at jadedhr.com. I'll, I'll love to, love to hear from you, but uh, yeah, we, we have some great listeners. We've had a few listeners on tell their stories. We have Hallie, our original jaded HR rock star, who's our Patreon supporter. So stop making Hallie feel lonely and, and join us to support us in one of the many ways financially through Patreon or through our podcast host, tell a story, refer a friend, leave a review, please leave a review. It's been it's been a little while, but I haven't checked internationally in a long time. So maybe we get some more in Canada or something like that. So, anyways, that's that's our little opening today. So, can y'all can y'all believe it's been a hundred episodes? No, no, Warren, it's crazy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I really can't. It feels like we started this not that long ago. The good so, news is you're the anyhow. only one that's that full all hundred. 
Yeah. Yeah. The bad news is I don't think Swaziland has an airport. <laughs> we can fly to so, Johannesburg. Yeah. Okay. Is it the, the Musk family out there? Is it the Emerald Mines? <laughs> so, yeah, get us out there. Play our bill. We'll get out there. So, anyhow. Don't say that. You never know, Ward. <laughs> I'll write that check. <laughs> yeah. So, I've, I've got a couple. I got one story that happened to me. They're not really work-related, but I found it funny and very relatable. And then I got two news articles I, I came up with today. So, today... I went for my semi-annual dental cleaning and no cavities. Yay. I'm a good brusher and flosser, all that other great stuff. Good for me. But so, you know, they, they recline you in the chair and practically your, your head is in the, the hygienist lap when they, they lean you back. I mean, there's like three inches of chair separating you from like being in the person's lap and my hygienist had some stomach gurgles going on today, and they were pretty fierce. And after, like, the second one, I without her, like, water pick thing in my mouth, I, I had to laugh. I could not laugh anymore. And I could even tell with, the, the like, the face shield and the mask on that she was embarrassed. I said, oh, it's not a problem. It happens to everybody. I just think it's funny. <laughs> but I, I've been in a presentation before when my stomach in front of everybody just goes, and audible to everybody. <laughs> so I could, I could relate heavily to that, but I just, oh, wow. That, you know, it's funny, people. It's, Did she acknowledge them? Yes. After I started, okay, after good. I laughed, she acknowledged them. I, I just, you know, couldn't, I couldn't hold out anymore. But this, the one that I laughed at was like pretty intense. <laughs> That's a good one. But uh, yeah, that, that was funny. So anyways, that was my funny story for today, but it has happened to me. I've been in a presentation in front of other people and there's also myself. It's like, okay, we're going to fuck with Warren today. We're going to make some awful noises that everybody in the world can. So, story number one. Story number two. This comes to us from Anchorage Daily News up in wild, incredible Alaska by Lynn Curry. An employee writes a question into this. I'm not, I didn't put everything down, but her question is, I loved my job until seven months ago. That's when our former CEO retired and our board hired Tim, in quotes. Tim decided it's his job to critique not only my results, which he even agrees are excellent, but my methods and my personal life. It was on, Tim has lived a sheltered life. He married his childhood sweetheart and joined the Air Force. He's very proud that his first and only mar- of his first and only marriage. He regularly comments on politicians and others who are divorced. We left the Air Force. His father-in-law hired him. They sold their company just before the pandemic hit, and this may have been luck, as no one knew the pandemic was coming. Tim considered it genius. Tim took his share and got the money and got an MBA, and now he thinks he knows everything about everything. And he tells her, this is at a performance evaluation time. You could be so much more than you are, he told me. While clients love me and I produce great results, I need to work more on a structured manner. Tim wants me to document everything at a micro level in Excel spreadsheets. He loves Excel. When I said I didn't need Excel spreadsheets for my projects and could provide him with detailed bulleted summaries, he said, 
Your refusal to organize tightly and do what's asked of you are problems. When I said I wanted to use my organizing methods to better fit my projects and working style, he said, since you bring up style, you need to upgrade your personal style. Others don't take you seriously as if you were to dress professionally in blazers rather than sweaters and styled your hair. And again, your stubbornness and unwillingness to accept feedback might be why you're on your third marriage. <laughs> and your performance of- Not expecting that. <laughs> the ending was great. Yeah. Stuck the landing. Wow. <laughs> you stuck the landing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's why you're on your third marriage. Oh, gosh. It's... Uh, Tip needs to go into People, like psychology. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just what, what, what compels someone to, to do things along those lines or to say, you know, where's the, the filter between think and say, I, I have one. Sometimes I have a small filter and it works sometimes, but I know not to say things like that, especially at performance. Almost, Is it like one of those weird Sponge ones you see in uh, humidifiers, you have no idea how it actually works. <laughs> I have no idea how it works. It's there, and it may work sometimes. It may not work other times. I might have told the story on the podcast before. The, the high school my children go to, you have to apply and be accepted. It's a public high school, you still have to apply and be accepted. You have to go to these information sessions, and my daughter applied and was accepted at that high school. My son is going through it. So we have to be there as part of the requirements to, to get into it. And the principal is there and he's telling, is toiling, is giving his spiel. Very good. He's a very good speaker. He went to East Carolina, undergraduate master's and PhD. But uh, anyways, he's sitting there giving answers. And then he starts answering at the end of the question and answer session. And people are asking questions. And 99% of the questions, if people listened when he was talking, they would have heard the answer to their question. But it gets like super quiet or this dude asks a question. And this has like been answered 30 times already. And I lean over to Dawn thinking I'm whispering and go, what a stupid fucking question. And the, <laughs> the principal who knows who I am just sort of looked at me. I was like, whoops. <laughs> it's like all the background noise went away when I had to say that. And Dawn was livid. She was A, embarrassed and B, completely livid with me. Why would you have to say that then? No, the room's. Volume was going to go to zero the second I had to say that. Yeah, that, that was a little funny. Oh, my, my filter not working at that particular time. All right. I have one more story. This might end up being a shorty. Who knows? A few weeks ago, Patrick and I, you and I talked about Gen Zers, Zoomers, or whatever you want to call them, you know, how they don't necessarily have this, the incredible technical skills that people think they they're going to have. Well, yes. this is from the New York Post, March 10th. The writer is Alex Mitchell. Uh, opening line of this article, and I love it. New York Post is sort of famous for these headlines and great openers. But the opening line is, they're control plus useless. <laughs> I, I, I loved it. Control plus useless. Gen Zers and young millennials may have emerged from the womb knowing how to hack into their parents' smartphones, but put them in a traditional office environment, kind with printers, scanners, fax machines, and desktop computers. The most naturally tech-savvy humans alive are suddenly as long lost as their grandparents were at the dawn of the digital age. And I was like, oh, yes, this is great. 
Megan Whitaker, a 29-year-old social worker from Brooklyn, said, Whenever I can't get into the printer at my job at work, my older colleagues laugh at me in good fun. It makes me feel silly. Hewitt Packard did a study and found that one in five young office workers feel judged when experiencing tech issues because you are being judged. <laughs> youth <laughs> youth are, are 10 times more likely to feel shame in these scenarios when compared to their more mature peers. And thus comes the phrase that we were talking about earlier when we started this thing, tech shaming. So Gen Z is feeling tech shamed. And you know what? They absolutely should. If you cannot get a printer, you know, connect to your printer, do simple things. Now, fax machine, I will 110% agree with you on that because fax machines are from the 18th century. You need to go away. I, I ridicule like employment verification just last week. Oh, can you send me your fax number? I said I could 20 years ago. <laughs> and she said, I don't know if I can email it to you. I said, well, I said, we're going to have to figure out some way to me to fill this out otherwise. And they were able to finally email it to me. But uh, these fax machines, anyways, out there, they are awful. But, uh, but just like going to the 1990s, I, I don't, Patrick, you don't know this, but if you were going for a job in an office in the 90s, most likely you probably had to take a, an assessment test in Microsoft Office, like your basic Word, Excel, typing, Outlook type things. And like so many... They had Office back then? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> we did have Office back then. you guys are still chipping away at it, like stone tablets. Air form on the stone tablets, yeah. Funstones. Uh, but uh, fun yeah, they... I was like the DOS era where you had to like install something. It was like 30 floppies. Oh, I remember uh, those days as well. I love the DOS, <laughs> the, the green screens. <laughs> uh, the monochrome screens, yes. When we got to college, they had Windows finally. Uh, they had Windows. But here's a funny off-topic thing. So East Carolina hitched their horse to Corel. So we learned um, at East Carolina, we were Lotus, Lotus Notes, and uh -huh. whatever else it was. Because it was at that time in the early 90s, Lotus and Microsoft, nobody knew who was going to win that race. And uh, like the Blu-ray versus HD DVD yeah, race. Exactly. Where, you know, H no one remembers, no one remembers HD DVD anymore, but like I had the Xbox and that's what, the, that's what Microsoft picked. PlayStation took Blu-ray, Xbox had the HD DVD and we all know how that ended. Yeah, exactly. And it was WordPerfect. Corel had WordPerfect and Lotus Notes. And that's what we learned at East yep. Carolina. And then, of course, they they did not win the survival of the fittest game when that that came out. So, anyways, back to back to what I was saying. But the the people today, you know, I, I've talked in that episode that I was embarrassed and wrong by making assumptions of what a quote unquote younger person could do uh, and thinking, oh yeah, they can they can do these things. But I, I I'm not going to you know I. I Prove me wrong. I'm going to feel stupid asking, tell me about your Excel skills. Tell me about your office skills, things like that. Is that think that that's a, you know, that's like asking, can you send a fax? You know, that's, that's how old I think that that question is. But now I'm going to have to be, I'm going to be asking those questions, no matter how silly I think it is because I've, I've been burned and yeah. I do they still do like typing classes in like high schools and stuff? I, Cause I think that's one thing, like, because like the Gen Z is so like tablet phone focused. 
like I grew up in the AOL instant messenger. So like my typing skills were insane, even though they weren't proper, I could hunt and peck a million miles an hour because I spent my life doing that on aim. And, but like, that's the, my generation, the next generation, everything was smartphone based. I think that's why everyone's like, oh, these kids are so smart because they can use, they can use a smartphone, but they don't know like necessarily the technology behind that. Right. And there's like, a, there's this gap of PCs and laptops being obsolete because you can do everything on your phone now for that generation. That's just what they're growing up on. It just blows me away because how the hell are you getting out of high school or even college? I've seen the work my children have to do and they have to do it in Microsoft Office and I've seen what they have to do. It should, they should have the basic skills to do what is needed in an office. It just, you know. I mean, I took four years of French in high school and I, I got through it, but I couldn't speak French now. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. I'll get my children to tell you how when I was in Puerto Rico, I started speaking German to the person accidentally. I did uh, Duolingo for three months trying to teach myself Spanish and I get in a situation and all of a sudden I'm reverting to German. So, yeah. My, nice. My kids had a blast with me with that one. Just like cerveza, cerveza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyways but no but that's a but that's I, a good I'm question just, patrick it's a great question i'm like i wonder if typing is still taught because now i'm thinking back to like my high school days and i took a typing class and now like looking at the keyboard i couldn't tell you where anything actually is but i just know it because i've done it for so long yeah i i don't recall you know like i said my daughter's graduating college now my son's graduating high school i don't think they've either taken a typing class, they've both taken computer classes, but I don't think it was specific, anything specific to typing. I, I remember taking typing class and how much a waste of time that is. Is I, I still only use like six, I got my thumb on index and middle finger of each thing I, I have, each hand I can use. And that's about the extent of my typing ability. The pinky and the ring finger are just, you know, useless appendages at that point. So just, just cut them off. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll do that one. So anyways, those are the, the articles I had up. But one thing I did pull up that I, I've been meaning to include in a podcast forever and ever, actually at least a month right now, I posted on LinkedIn. Our podcasting host gave us some great stats on the podcast for you. And I posted a couple here and there. And I'm, I'm not going to use their full name, even though it's on LinkedIn, but Victoria commented on one of my posts uh, on the 2022 wrap up said my favorite shenanigans podcast. So Victoria, thank you very much for that on LinkedIn. Some good feedback. Yeah. Shenanigans. I love shenanigans. That's, that's an awesome word. It's not used yeah. enough. It's a favorite word. Anytime I think about and, East Carolina, the, I think about shenanigans. <laughs> it, it needs to be its own podcast category. We need a shenanigans podcast category. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> I call it shenanigans. Oh. <laughs> uh, so. You mentioned LinkedIn, and you know, I, I love the LinkedIn lunatics oh, okay, subreddit. Yep. And someone found under, someone under their experience in LinkedIn listed Alphabet, Apple, Microsoft, and Tesla. Their job was investor. Investor. <laughs> so they bought stock in January of 2021 and they've held that stock for 
two years, three months. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I don't know if that does that count. If you saw that on someone's resume, be like, oh yeah, savvy moves. This guy, he's got it going on. Well, I was listening to another podcast. I've got, I've actually got a new favorite HR podcast out there. I'll, I'll go ahead and name the name. It's Surfing Corporate, and they talk a lot of really good, real. It's not. It's not, they don't wouldn't call themselves an HR podcast, but everything they talk about has an HR twist to it in some way, shape, or form. They've got a great Instagram page as well, Surfing Corporate, but give that podcast a, ch- a check out. The, the hosts, the ladies in it are hilarious, but they had a guest on. His name is David Smith, so good luck finding him, but <laughs> he, he, he works for Amazon in real life. He's a, a software engineer. But his byline is supermodel, doctor, software engineer. And he's just some of the random insane posts that he puts. Not insane. They're hilarious. Like a couple days ago, he wrote, I was going to wear an eye patch to work today to make myself seem more edgy. But I lost my death perception and could get in a car. You know, just those things he writes are, are just, you know, it's a welcome relief to find on, on LinkedIn because I'm, I'm really getting over LinkedIn and the Facebook-esque of it, but I, I keep... I found your arch nemesis on LinkedIn, Warren. Ooh, who's that? I think this m- might be a recruiter uh, named Trent. Okay. And one of his posts was, prospects opting out of my emails with no explanation is personal. <laughs> I respond by calling... By calling them every other day until they acknowledge me. For every action in nature, there is an equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> the more they resist, the harder I, I will push in order to break through. Oh, you know, this is, if he thinks he's uh, irresistible force, I'm the immovable object. One thing I've been doing lately, I've been marking all these solicitors' emails as spam. And they're just, so I never see them again. And yep. anyways, we don't have direct dial numbers, so uh, I'm, you know, when the, I'm very good at screening and giving them a lifetime subscription to voicemail and things like that. Actually, I was telling y'all off air, there's one person who constantly calls my cell phone that we actually work with. And so I blocked him today. I'm just like, I'm done. No more on my cell phone. Uh, can't, can't do that. Not going to do it. So anyhow. I like the, the, the top comment on Reddit. Fun fact, Trent was not the, the top new sales generator last quarter. But he does lead the company in restraining orders. <laughs> I like that. So good. Uh, very good. So, anyways, I, I think that's a good place to to wrap it up for today. Best practice. Anybody got Patrick? You're 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 good at pulling them out real quick. What do you have all for right, best all practice? All right, Patrick, break down the top one hundred. Here we go. <laughs> my, my two kids would disagree with that. That's that's bad. Best practice. Do your homework and do a best practice before you get on the podcast. If you've done a hundred episodes of a podcast, maybe prepare yourself for doing said podcast. Always change the fax paper. (laughs) Always change the fax paper. Oh, remember when it used to be the... The rolls. Instead of ink cartridges, the rolls of... The rolls. uh, You could go through the roll and read old faxes if you were so inclined. You had to cut them? Like, you had to cut them to... (laughs) Get him to eight and a half, eleven. Sorry, what? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Who didn't change the rim uh, the fax machine last night? Was that 
Was that that paper that had the two edges that you could pull off the head? No, of no, no, no. Fax paper was like Preferated. thermal paper, and it just came in a long roll. Yeah. So, yeah, not the dot matrix printer ones that uh, had the edges yeah, on the side. Yeah. Uh, and then the ink was also in a roll like that, and it was I don't know. Old, yeah, old to take case. it out and shake yep. it when it oh, was yeah. low and get a couple, stretch you it out a little bit. Well, these, yeah, these, the rolls ones that you could, it was like a mimeograph, which you probably don't know either, but it was a, a negative of the facts that came in. Uh, they were crazy. Faxes suck. Do not send faxes. There's a second best practice for you. But anyways, Welcome really. Welcome to Jaded HR. We, we sound old as shit. <laughs> we don't sound old as shit because we are old as yep. shit. Well, at least Warren and I are. <laughs> <laughs> get off my lawn so no Damn everybody right. thank you so much for your support the last uh uh three years and a hundred episodes we're actually going to start season four in just three weeks uh so we're going to have a uh uh the three of us back again in a few weeks for that one and uh just a lot of fun going on i hope to have a couple more guests coming on very shortly got a just a lot of lot of fun things going on so continue to support show tell a friend etc so as always oh before i get to that uh, our theme music is the underscore orchestra with the devil the devil and our voice artist is andrew culpa who does our disclaimer so now i can say as always i'm warren this is feathers <laughs> and we're helping you survive hr one what the fuck moment at a time <laughs>